Hi guys, Chris here. Before the podcast starts, I wanted to let you know that the podcast you're about to listen to was recorded live Sunday night, 8 o'clock UK time, over on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. If you want to get involved, make sure you come along to the live chat where there's going to be all sorts of banter back and forth. So twitch.tv forward slash badbookers, 8 o'clock UK time, Sunday nights. I'll leave you with the podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. Damn the fucking friend. Episode 97. <laughs> no, we're not keeping that one. <laughs> oh, I love how when it's, when it's Jack, you didn't interrupt him once. Because it's Jack. And I didn't interrupt anyway. Respect on that man's name. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Bad Bookers. I can't even do it now. For fuck's sake. Yes, <laughs> you broke him. I didn't even interrupt that time. He's on the fucking ropes already. It's, it's, it's because he was expecting the break, uh, the, the interruption, and it didn't come. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bad Breakers Podcast. This week I have with me Chris, <laughs> George, the Fraud and Smoothman. I am, of course, Space Toaster. How are we doing, boys? <laughs> oh, no. I would like to be referred to as I referred to people in the graphic that I made as just special guests. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking oh, news! I have breaking news! <laughs> oh, oh, no, I've got an ad for limited time deals. Hang on, close that. <laughs> the Bella Twins to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. We've, already, wow. got that. We've already got that in the news. Cheers. Oh. Well, it said it was breaking. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 97. I am your host, Movement. I've got Chris, Space Toaster, and our special guest, George the Fraud. Say hello, everybody. And another special guest, hello. Cast the Rothweller. Rawr! Oh. <laughs> yep. And apparently, oh. for those of you who are listening... What a good boy! Toaster's dogs are here as well. Oh God, so, boys, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, keep um, the, we need the dogs on screen. Dogs equals views. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> this is the internet. How are you all doing? Losing, uh, losing my mind a little bit. It, it's, it's taken a while to start the podcast, and but other than that, I'm fine. It's fine. The longer we take to start, the less actual talking about wrestling we have to do. The happier we therefore are. That's going to help you out a lot, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a keen wrestling fan. Uh, do you all remember this week how we saw that great return of Jimmy Wang Yang? <laughs> yeah, I was delighted to see him back. What a wrestler. <laughs> I don't understand what's happened. Um, should we get into the news? Um, so, first bit of news this week, it's being reported by Fightful.com that the Heritage Bank Centre in Cincinnati, Ohio, has refused to work with AEW uh, due to not wanting to harm their relationship with WWE. Okay. I, I, I don't have anything to add to that. That's a... I honestly, fucking cares. I don't, I, I, I don't give a toss about that. Oh, just... no, we'll have to find a new building. It's not like the hundreds. Yeah. The, thing, the thing that makes me laugh is surely 
uh, the Heritage Bank Centre are missing out on two lots of wrestling. You know, yeah. you can book both, you know. Um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not going to, you know, judge a building for hosting like <laughs> something. Are you? Not, I'm not going to go, I'm never going. Can you imagine how petty you have to be to go, oh, Ariana Grande played this concert. I hate her. I'm never, I'm never watching Ed Sheeran here again. It's ridiculous. Stupid. Next, next story. (laughs) (laughs) Also be a weird looking cowboy hat. And I've just discovered it. And it's fantastic. If I go like this, I don't know whether it's cowboy or Amish, but I'm loving it. Look at this. Wait, hang on a minute. Dim the lights. Where's the gong? <laughs> good, good one. Um, so, 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 for those of you who don't watch us live, you need to come and watch us live in future editions, so you can see the uh, the array of headwear that Toaster wears, including oh, pirate hat. Wear on this podcast, except for me. But that's because I have a fat head. Just for anyone who's <laughs> curious, cast on camera. Sit. Yeah, good boy. Come on. Fucking such a good boy. Look at him. Look at him doing big boy sits. Oh, the other one's doing sits too. There you go. Fucking sit right here. And this week is sponsored by Pedigree Chum. They don't eat Pedigree Chum. That shit's bullshit. It's the they only brand of dog food I know. They home. Right, these boys. Oh, He's good. This one likes the camera. She's just like twitching her head. Look, she's not sure what it is. <laughs> fucking fantastic! <laughs> fucking go for you now, mate. <laughs> oh, uh, back to the news. Uh, during NXT Takeover Portland, which we will be talking about later tonight, uh, it was announced that we will be getting NXT UK Takeover Dublin. Jack is putting my notes. Thanks, Toast is crying. Nice one. Yeah, I mean, one Dublin isn't in the UK, so go fuck yourself, WWE. Two, they're running it against an OTT show. It's not one of their big shows, but they're still running it against it using stars that OTT made. WWE's just cunt nuggets, and the NXT UK is going to die anyway. Um, why is it that <laughs> just behind Toaster, it's behind his head, it's conditioning the word cock? What? <laughs> it says the devil cock blocked me, so I stole his devil box, or his evil box. Uh, this is the toast of speaking. All I could see was the word cock. Yeah. It's uh, very, uh, no, definitely not fitting. Toast will beat me up if I say that. <laughs> um, visual nice jokes, one. this one, for this podcast. Um, I can, I kind of agree with Toast completely. Um, well, I think NXT UK. You have to tell you your shit. <laughs> yeah, I you agree that Dublin isn't in the UK. That's what, we, that's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's what we agree with. No, I mean I agree okay. with the fact that they're being numpties. Really. That's a dick and move. 100%. It is. Yeah. And it's a direct response to OTT booking Moxley and Pac for their next big show. So Scrapper Mania, Moxley's fighting David Starr, and Pac's fighting someone. So WWE went. You know what we'll do. We're running Dublin. Where? Mm. Just makes no fucking sense. Yeah, man. And that kind I'm of LinkedIn in... TT show. Hopefully, I'm not going to the WWE. Oh, but WWE is the, the big, the best wrestling. I mean, go think of all those superstars. Then <laughs> actually, UK Jordan, I could name five, and you wouldn't know one of them. All right, go, try me. Zach Gibson, James Drake, Joe Coffey, Mark Coffey. 
Oh, I love coffee. They, they, <laughs> fuck's sake. Love coffee. Yeah. Really strong they are. Oh. They actually right. are. That's the worst yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Don Mastiff. That's a dog, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, that kind Speaking of Speaking of dogs. Um that kind of ties in with another bit of news that we've got. So um according to the Super J cast, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Royal Quest is gonna look to return to the copper box in October, um, with the twenty-fourth being um the possible date. So I kind of said to the guys, incoming NXT UK show. Yeah. October twenty-fourth. If, if it happens, it's just too much do. of a coincidence. It's, it's just too much. Coincidence. Massive co- coincidence. Um, it's three days after uh, Wolfie's birthday. Therefore, get a ticket, my friend, and we'll meet you there. Isn't NXT UK fucked, though? Because they've moved, like, Drake and... Uh, Drake and Gibson seem to be NXT now. They've moved Devlin, basically, and, like, they've only got Imperium. I don't think they have many more stars on their roster, do they? So we've seen some um, coffee and Imperium matches again, then. Uh, no, well, they they seem to be building that Russian dude. Yeah, just dragging off. Yeah, I refuse to learn his name because it'll be changed when he gets the main roster. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just or give him the communist called, gimmick. He'll just, just be, be the dragon. dragon. Or yeah, be called the dragon. The Russian. The Russian. Oh, no, what if he gets Shorty D? <laughs> Shorty D. Excuse me. Shorty D. You know, Shorty D and Shorty G. Fucking. I thought it would be Chody D, but never mind. What about fat? Yeah. Fucking even hardy. Yeah. I have so many good ideas. I need to start a rest. Based off Shorty, hello. Based off Fat D, you've so many good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Think about it, Toaster. One of my famous character names, Babs McChody. Imagine it. What? Yeah. I think she could definitely compete in the squared circle. Shout out the worm's arm again. <laughs> um, Triple H has come out this week. Uh, and said that- <laughs> He's married and has kids. Fuck. Hey, yeah. so it's Philip Schofield. But- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't stop him. So... Um, so he came out this week and said that the idea of Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte at WrestleMania was completely Vince McMahon's idea. He wanted Charlotte in a big epic role, but at the same time having a fresh storyline. In other words, wanted her to fuck away from main roster titles. Yes. That's true. Very true. Um, Shelton Benjamin has signed a new five-year deal with WWE for reasons. Money. Probably yeah, being the biggest one. Sit backstage and play up, up, down, down, isn't it? Pretty much. Well, he wants to move into producing and things like that, so maybe that's sort of the plan down the road. I don't know. Because he's not going to get anything on the on any roster apart from main event. Yeah, but WWE brings all their producers in from outside, no? Like, I've yeah. Andre, Dot, Lance Storm, they were all brought in from doing their own thing outside. Shane Helms, all that. They were all off doing, like, Impact and shit. I guess. I, I don't have any argument for it. It's just something that he said on podcast with what's that one the the announcer the the, the right. announcer does Lenny Garcia's one yeah I watched a bit of that so uh, he he was saying he wants to move into that sort of thing down the line so may, maybe whether it's there but I don't know fair enough mm. I think that's the reason AJ went as well I think he wants to move into that shit once his contract's up yeah I hope so isn't didn't we say like um, 
MVP's moving into some sort of role like that as well because he's retiring. Yeah, he's and that's why he's been wrestling. Uh, with him and he's working with. Not bad, is it? That's not a bad gig. No, it's all right, isn't it? Um, we've got two bits of uh, Hall of Fame news. One of them is um, an actual, legit, this is what who's been inducted, and that's the Bella Twins. So, thoughts on the Bella Twins being inducted to the Hall of Fame? We spoke about it last week, didn't we? Um, and you shot on them? Isn't the Hall of Fame uh, shit anyway? So, like, it just means fuck all these days. Well, Donald Trump's in it, so... I mean, swings and roundabouts. I mean, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it as well. You know, well, that's, the, that's the celebrity arm of him. He's Snoop Dogg's Snoop in it. Dog. <laughs> Isn't Shaq in it as well? I think so. Because uh, he was then he was supposed to have a match with Big Show, and they just didn't bother with it. Um, uh, I can see it. They need to. They need to piggyback Tyson Fury for the Hall of Fame. Honestly, it in. wouldn't surprise me. Uh... It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah, it. <laughs> Yes, the Bella Twins, I mean, Nick, we, we spoke about it last week, so we'll sort of go over it briefly. Nicky wasn't too bad in the ring, especially after coming back from that injury. Breeze shite. Um, she and had that. She at least had maybe the best theme tune of all time in <laughs> Bree mode! Yeah. Sorry maybe really, what, I really fancy some cheese every time I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I watched the kind of um, little promo they did for the Bellas. Um I kind of forgot that they were on Diva Search. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a thing. Um but ideally that they've inspired more people to go to watch wrestling because of their personalities and the fact that they're Yeah, the the yeah the the um what was it what was the shit it was Divas, wasn't it? WWE Total Divas, Divas, and, Total Divas and, and Bellas and and the Cena thing and the Brian thing. But the Star Swick, though, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. Very, very boring fact. I watched some Total Brothers yesterday. Was it good? It, it was just Nicole complaining about having to plan a wedding for her and John Cena. Awkward. Because um, obviously it didn't happen. But yeah. Why did you watch that? Um, well, I wasn't really staying downstairs for long and I was eating tea with Alice and she was like, Should we just put Total Brothers on? I John like, yeah, Cena got married in his jorts. I can't imagine John Cena not wearing jeans shorts. So I just—he's single now. I don't think. Oh well, no, he got. Did he get married once, like years ago, and then split it off to go marry Nikki Bella? Yeah, exactly. but then engaged. They were engaged, and they—he was apparently wanted to have children with Nikki, but then it broke down somewhere. I don't, I don't know where. Seems. I, I, um, I just don't care enough. No. Yeah, I, I think he sleeps in his short in his shorts. Just does every showers in his shorts. Why not? Fuck it. Lives in them. Yeah. Wet denim's horrible. That's I said, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a poor choice of clothing. <laughs> um, the other bit of Hall of Fame news is that um, the Melt is reporting that the British Bulldog, David Boy Smith, is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Good. Um, which needs to happen. Yes, as does Christian, but we'll get into that Wait, another no time. No one needs to go into the Hall of Fame. Well, it's a case of um, which ones we do this shit. Well, we haven't got a name for here, here, here. Fuck it, let's put David Boy Smith in. Put it in, get it done. I think the thing for me is wrestlers being inducted into the Fall of, ha- Hall of Fame. Fall of Fame. Yeah, Legend. that one. Um, are people who deserve it. So, like, the ones that you'd expect to be in there, so, like, your Edge, your Ric Flair, 
I know Ric Flair's been in there 45 times now, or whatever number it is. But I just kind of think if you want to kind of show the legacy of a wrestler, putting them in the Hall of Fame is a good thing. But they do seem to just, as George says, it's a bit of nonsense now. So they just throw anybody in there. So like like you say, I, next year, Tyson Fury will be thrown I, in. I just think that the Hall of Fame should be the, the category of wrestlers who people who don't watch wrestling can name. That's what I think it should be. Like those are the the real because they're the people who can transcend in towards sort of almost mainstream. Like I, I can name. So you know, I'm just, uh, this is just essentially my excuse for why I'd say Curry Man belongs in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> Get it trending. He was hot and spicy. He was very hot and spicy. Yeah, hard to deal with. I I, I don't know what to say. No, I don't. But no, but no like, <laughs> and, and on a genuine point, though, like, someone like, you know, if if you pick someone who doesn't really watch wrestling and say, name a wrestler, and they go, John Cena, okay, get him in. He belongs yeah. in there. No, yeah, go, I'm with you. And they go, Ric Flair, get Hulk Hogan, no, no, about the <laughs> get him in. Yeah. But, you know, like, that's who it should be. But, like, obviously now I assume it's just anyone who works in WWE. Well, well, yeah, because they have to that's do it every year, don't they? So they, they, they're going to eventually run out. The one with Liger, because there's rumours that Liger's going in there, Jushin Thunder Liger, yeah. which he's only ever wrestled in WCW, which is but now part of, owns of WWE. Part of he was then in TakeOver as a one-off appearance, because I think he was doing the rounds of every yeah, yeah, promotion at yeah. some point. Um, I think people like him because he is a big wrestling figure, but not many people know him. So it kind so, of yeah, but it, it, the trend of George's theory. No, 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 but, but it almost <laughs> validates them. It almost goes like, you know, as, as Jushin Thunder like, okay, I wouldn't have known much of him uh, until obviously quite recently, but um, obviously there's, there's a lot of people who would look up to him as a wrestler and, and everything he's done for the industry around the world. So then at that, in at that sense, you'd be like, okay, that makes sense. It's to sort of, not, not even necessarily validate him, but like, just to sort of show the world, look, he is he is this guy who is very, very important. Yeah. <coughs> I'd, I'd hope he does go in there, to be honest. Yeah, he probably um, will. We, uh, we put a tweet out earlier just asking for some questions. This question I can't really feed into anything that we've seen this week, so I'm going to put it in now. Uh, this comes from at Reese Teddy. Thank you very much, Reese. Um, so after the infamous Festival of Friendship segment, should KO and Jericho's match headline Mania 33 for the Universal Belt instead of it being Brock versus Goldberg after Goldberg won it at Fastlane um, when actually KO versus Y2J was then for the US title belt actually when it happened. That was really poorly worded, but... Oh, I get what you're saying. Um... After, no. Uh, George, if I told you there were two matches going on, one was Jericho versus Kevin Owens and one was Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, what would you want to watch? Le Champion. Obviously, he's, he's so, misproved my point. Uh, <laughs> but, you asked the wrong person. Well, no, I was using Jordan as an example of someone who wouldn't really be an active uh, yeah. wrestling fan. But if you have Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, you're getting a lot of nostalgia fans. Same ones with no Jericho, but you're yeah. saying to all... Biggie, two big old meaty men slapping meat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and for the poster, you have two big fucking badass tanks rather than. Yeah. Kevin Owens and Jericho. Like, what sells more posters? Exactly. Yeah. That is the. I think the WWE business model is sign up for a free trial 
forget you've signed up so we can <laughs> yeah. keep charging you. That's what, that's is, what right? I did. <laughs> so that's that was what... five years ago. <laughs> so like, WrestleMania went so If you there. go, oh, I guess I'll watch bloody this geezer versus this geezer. Uh, God, that interests me slightly. And then you just forget. You're like, oh, I don't watch wrestling. And then they just, every now and then, just suck an extra tenner out. I think it, that's their business model. So I suppose, in a way, for your big matches, you want Tyson Fury versus Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it was... The, th- the thing with it was, if I remember correctly, in the sort of documentary that they do of WrestleMania, they do it every year. It's like a 24 or something, or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's the one where Ke- Kevin Owens comes backstage afterwards and goes to Vince and says, uh, are we okay? And Vince goes, no, we're not okay. Yeah. As if to say, this was a terrible match. The match that Kevin Owens and Jericho actually had at Mania, shite. Um, it is a bit of a... It is a bit... Because uh, because uh, the story was great, uh, but yeah, okay, you got the whole you know. I, I just didn't want to see Goldberg. Sorry, I just didn't want to see Goldberg anywhere near it. I, I'm not just no, not for me. Um, and in effect, Goldberg taking the Universal Title away from Kevin Owens, who I was a big fan of at the time, and just running away with it and doing his own thing, beating him in what eight seconds or something stupid like that. Yeah, got on my nerves. Uh, so. I guess from a market perspective, you have to say no. But from a from but from like a uh, from a wrestling fan perspective, yeah, I I I would prefer to have seen that. Uh, if if it had more time afterwards, and for the universal title, it could have been it could have been a lot bigger than it was. It could have had a lot of build. They could have built like I'm just thinking of the promo package to build this up. Like you've got the festival of friendship where Jericho turned on him. You could have had back and forth for however many months it was because it was a bit longer than a month wasn't it because they had fast lane in between yeah um and then they could have picked it up as a massive match but they kind of shoe they they do this every year they shoehorned goldberg in because he was going to be in last year's hall of fame here's here's the hall of fame Here's a person that's going in. Oh, Goldberg, do you want to wrestle again before what? you go into the Hall of Fame? Well, no, well, that's it, what it? happens every time. They're what? doing it. They did it with Batista. Batista last year was not was wrestling again. Then retires. Then goes into Hall of Fame. Well, what is well, it's part of the whole thing. They go, hey, look, Batista, do you want to come back for a six month run or a four month run? We'll throw you into the Hall of Fame as the end of it as a as a final thing. The thing with Goldberg was that Goldberg was like a title character for WWE Two K, whatever the fuck it was, eighteen, I think. Um, he was he was one of the, like the sub play it's called Burr sort of things. Um, so I think it was brought in for that sort of dealy, and then like a one off match turned into three or four matches. Um, mm. The only really good thing that happened was was when Goldberg came back, he beat Lesnar in twelve seconds, and that was legit. Like, what the fuck have we just seen? And then the realization, what have you done? And so on. So I understand the point that Jericho and Owens would <coughs> match if they built it, etc. But the point about Mania is, Mania is WWE Super Bowl. Mania is the event that will get people who aren't necessarily week-to-week wrestling fans watching WWE again. Yeah. Same way the Super Bowl. Like, I wouldn't watch NFL every week, but I generally watch the Super Bowl. So, every year, WWE will sell more network subscriptions or pay-per-view buys based off WrestleMania. And to those neutral fans, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg are name-brand superstars. Like, they're people that people know. A lot of people that aren't really in the wrestling won't know who the fuck Kevin Owens is. Because Kevin Owens yeah. spent 15 years in ROH and PWG. Yeah. Um, 
whereas Lesnar and Goldberg are two big names, and that's why they went on last. It's why Undertaker gets wheeled out down the ramp in his wheelchair every year at Mania because people remember, oh, there's the Undertaker. I lost him when I was a kid. I'll pay for that, whereas they wouldn't have done it for Kevin Owens. True. Yeah, I, I do agree with you in somewhat. No, no, I'm with you. It, yeah, but, it's just head versus heart, really, isn't it? Yeah. But do you not think it's like, it, obviously, I suppose, we don't care, but it's always tragic watching them wheel out Undertaker because eventually they are going to have to actually wheel him out in a wheelchair yeah. because he... It's like what it is like watching a corpse, ironically, for the dead man. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, so it might you. happen this year. We'll see. Um, so NXT Takeover Portland happened last uh, Sunday. Um, we all did predictions, and Chris is in the mud. Oh, did I win? Did I win <laughs> predictions? I forgot about this. Who I won? I don't, uh, is that the uh, the guest league? Fucking oh, Gargano's a cunt. Although I'm now an official bad booker, so I'm on the podcast. See. Um, oh. Apparently, you're not on the list of the people to get five out of five. So, right. Apparently, that's not important, George. Sorry, that's not know. my rules. That you need to take that with Tiger. Who that's did I guess? Me. Hang on. Let's see. Right, let me run through here, so we can run through the results along with what George predicted. Here we go. Give me a minute. I got to scroll through Twitter. Excellent. We'll, we'll be back with that with the rules in a minute, George. Don't you worry. But Thanks yeah, me, much. me, Jack, um, Matt, and Toaster all. Drew for first place, um, and Chris unfortunately lost because of... it's, it's all Gargano's fault, all of it. Um, but yeah, um, we'll we'll get into takeover. Um, Chris made a bold statement, I think this when after takeover happened, didn't you, mate? Uh, yeah, I, I I put it as my one of my top three. I moved down to that top five now because at the time it was fucking awesome. But yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Apart from the slightly iffy finish with Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, the whole event was fantastic. Honestly, for me, I thought it was fantastic. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the start of the night was the North American Championship. So Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. And I thought, oh, I've seen this too many times now. I kind of was going in with a little bit of a low expectation. But it was fantastic. I know that sounds bad. No, no, no. We, 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 we sort of brushed it off last week and were like, oh, look, they're just going to do their big man flippy stuff and it'll be it'll be a good match. And that's that. And then they took it to another level. It was oh, definitely. Fantastic. The, the fact that Dijakovic put Keith Lee in a, wheel, in a wheelie chair, one of those office chairs, and then decided, oh. to, do a, decided to do a running rollover sent on onto him. It was, was it off the top rope, I think? I can't remember. Yeah, he did um, like a, a springboard senton. I was just like, what are you doing, you crazy man? Um, it could have gone wrong in so many ways. The chair could have been too far back and he could have smashed his arms on the announce tables. But luckily he didn't die. Um, but yeah, it was it was very good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it that was mainly the biggest part of the, 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 the match. Um, apart from obviously a, a Spanish fly because that instant five stars. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, but Lee um, won. I think that was definitely the right outcome. Um, we'll talk about NXT later because we might see this again. I would like to shit on NXT later. So yeah, yeah. We'll get on that later. Um, we then had this street fight between Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, which I was really excited for because they built it. Yeah. It, uh, I mean. We, we'd already seen the match. I mean, we'd already seen that, like, you know, go at each other, blah, 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 in the weeks leading up, and they'd had matches here and there. But it's just a standalone match. It was fantastic. And then, I mean, 
just the weird finish. Just it just it just killed as Wolf literally just said. The end killed it because oh, it was like, massively. Yeah, um, but then but then at the same point you go well okay it still keeps it open. Wolf is Wolf summed it up in the chat. I was like, who's man's exactly? exactly. It just made it made. What are, you doing? what are you doing here? You don't go here. Effectively. <laughs> like, why? Well, she um, does, but like not not regularly. No. But like, like at the same point, Zales, I had to Google her after I saw it because I was like, who? Yeah, who I, I can remember her name. Uh, just. I just know. I mean, it was a bit weird. And also, for some bizarre reason, Tegan decided to do, what was it? Uh, she did, what, a, a cannonball onto a, um, a garbage can thing, so a rubbish bin. Where, oh, sorry, we're, in, we're English. on her neck. Yeah, that, that was kind of <laughs> grim. But, like, yeah, so so ju- just just at the end, Dakota Kai is laid out on the table, thinking I was going to the top rope, and then XYZ wrestler comes in and just, just clobbers her and then decides to, I say powerbomb her through the table, there was I the, am the table. Uh, to be honest, I kind of liked it. It missed. It looked worse. It looked it so looked much horrible. more grim it when when horrible. she just like she just caught the end of the table and the table buckled. But yeah, again, it was a really good match. It's just the end really just sort of took me out of it. If uh, I'm being honest, it kind of plays into to what Regal's announced though, because Regal's announced that it's going to be a steel, steel cage match because AEW did one this week, so we have to. Yeah, we we, we got to do that. Well. Yeah. Um. But they're going to have a non-interference steel cage match, which will probably have interference at some point. Yes, that's what they said about Io Shirai and Candice LeRae, and look how that finished. Indeed, um, I think it was them too. I know Shayna Baszler got involved. So, um, but yeah, the, the, some of the spots were quite cool, like her trying to whack Tegan Knox with a cricket bat. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Oh, yeah, and then her sting in her hand. And people from New Zealand who love a bit of cricket, you got to love smashing a cricket bat on a... You and I, I, mean, you and I both know what that feels like when, when you hit... Oh, the, the pain from that is just horrible in your hand when, when you don't hit the cricket ball, when, you, when cricket ball bat situation doesn't go quite right. It fucking hurts. Yeah. I don't know if it's, the, if it's me, but the steel chain wrapped around your fist while punching a knee brace... Uh, doesn't really do. And yeah, it, it, it doesn't. It's just, it's just, it's just for the aesthetic, really, isn't it? But yeah, it's just a pit. Yeah. Toast. What were your thoughts? Being relatively quiet about this one. Yeah. <laughs> Meh. Standard toast at the moment. I think that's his generic just, NXT voice. Honestly, like I said it in the chat in the group chat. I'll say it now. Like NXT is kind of like. I feel like NXT is forced viewing at this point. Like, if I sit down, and the takeover was good. It was good takeover. They always deliver there. But the weekly TV is killing me, man. It's like sitting and watching SmackDown and Raw. And it's put me off the whole product, to be honest, because they're not building for the future. Um, I'll talk more about that on when we get yeah, to the sure. thing. But, like, it just feels like it's the same feuds over and over again. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor. Um, I know. I think Wolfie's already said this in the chat about the uh, the promo package being probably the best that they've um, kind of produced for a while. Um, I thought the match uh, you needed a bit of a slow burner. I think because you've brilliant. had you've had Dijakovic and Lee just go hell for leather. You've had Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai do crazy stuff. Obviously, not overly crazy, but. It's it's a street fight. What do you expect? Um, and then you get this, which starts very slow. 
but kind of needs to because it's kind of their style, isn't it? Well, really? well, it's well, it's each each wrestler trying to show off their technical prowess, isn't it? But for yeah. just slowly building the building, and then you'll start getting, and then you start getting more and more violent, and then just getting. Worse. It was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. As Wolfie's put, the Balagana Gangan promo was fucking fucking epic. Fucking yeah, fucking epic. <laughs> I was in the studio editing that needs an award. Great music, told the story perfectly, and made it feel like she was bigger than it was. Exactly. Couldn't agree more. Their promo work at the minute, the, the sort of the promo packages are just brilliant. Really enjoying all of that. I think it helped with their side-by-side interview with Mauro Ranallo that they did. That yeah. really fed into that, and you can really play on the fact, look, you're, you were rubbish at Raw, and I want the proper NXT from Bala to turn up, and... But Gargano's a fuck now, so I don't I don't want to talk about him. We'll talk about that later. No. Um, I can't remember of any particular big spots. I, th- I think there was a a table spot at some point, potentially. I think honestly, kick, you're you're you're, 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 you're fishing in, man. I, I I don't remember. I I don't remember the match. I don't remember a single thing from the fucking match. No, I don't. It, <laughs> fucking I think they went on the tables and they did the the John Woo drop kick. I think he calls it. Um, across the tables into the corner. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. literally all I can remember. I don't. But the rest of it was just technical and just kicking the shit out of each other. Watching him do the coup de gras in the nineteen sixteen and the way that he was sat on top of Gargano was yeah. like, <laughs> like just Love staring it. into the camera. Really, really worked. But he, I think this was more about the the telling of the match and the story. Mm. Um, going from the the promos, it was really good. Yeah, I'll complain at all. Uh, NXT Women's Championship Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Again, I don't remember much from the actual match, but I remember, to, she but, used but I remember fucking enjoying it. Uh, it she... it's, it's really weird because like, I've not watched it again since last since last Sunday morning at about four o'clock in the morning, um, or Monday morning rather, and it was really good. But I haven't watched it again, so I can't really sort of. Going to huge amounts of death, but I remember, I remember being, I remember really enjoying it and being surprised at just how good Bianca Belair is. Mm. And she is the one that's gonna, gonna depose Rhea eventually when Rhea eventually transitions over to Royal SmackDown because that's what's going to happen soon. Yeah. The thing with, um, with this is I remember they were doing the, 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 they were just slapping each other constantly while she was sat on the top rope, which was great. Yeah. Uh, in terms of that part of the story of the match. And then Bianca Belair just turns around, whips her hair, and just goes, "Nope, here hmm. you go, have that." Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those where, again, I can't. It's been a week since we've watched it. I don't remember too much about it. Um, I think it, I think the win came out of nowhere a little bit. Um, they were in the corner, I think, and then she did a, was it like um, a rip tied off the middle rope? Yes. Um, yes, and then that just then she pinned her, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay then, um, we'll stop there." But you kind of knew something somewhere. Charlotte Flair was going to get involved. Well, um, and she got involved at the end where she uh, attacked Rhea Ripley and just said, "Yep, yeah, I accept your challenge at Mania." I mean, just quickly, you say it came out of nowhere. <laughs> Is that because for the last three or four matches, apart from the Street Fight, you'd been seeing? Three or four finishes, kickouts, and things like that, and like really sort of close, very very close full finishes, and this mm, one just didn't really have one, have one really, yeah. And that kind of feeds into when we get into the the main event later, because we were talking, we talked about this heavily um, in the chat about false like false finishes and kickouts and stuff. Yeah, 
Um, this one didn't really have that many. So, yeah, maybe that is. But I think as well, because if who was kind of... no, He didn't really know who was on top, I think. It was kind of very evenly matched. Yeah. So you, when it when you see the win happen that way, you kind of go, hmm, okay. Um, tag team match, Broserweights, Undisputed Era. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say match of the night. I really, really like this. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to see that they're going to be keep, it looks like they're going to be staying together for a while at least. But, oh, this was fucking brilliant. Oh, definitely. They, they had everything. It's got... Riddle attacking done by accident. It's got the kind of the mentality of, of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish where they will just kick you and punch you as much as you like and then see how far you get. Um, Maybe a little bit of how much fish could Bobby Fish fry right at the beginning as well. I shouldn't laugh at that. It's so dumb. But I so laughed. My, I, I laughed. I'm sorry. I laughed the at fact, it. The fact that they put the the words on the screen with a fish, <laughs> and it was out of time. With oh. Matt Riddle was just, <sighs> yeah. So it, it was very. I I I shouldn't. I, I feel like I don't know why I'm laughing at this, but yeah, laughing away at it. Fair enough. <laughs> Jack's made a good point. It's Jordan Toast still here. Well, to be fair, I don't think George actually saw it. I don't NXT. think George actually watched it. So, and and I'm I'm pretty sure that, that Toast is sort of doing the Chris sort of glazed eye talk whenever AEW's on. No, like I could talk about NXT, but I'm just going to end up shitting on them. And I've got like the barrels loaded for when we talk about the NXT <laughs> TV this Jesus week. Jesus Christ! Like I am. Oh, there's so many shots going to be fired at multiple things. Like, I'm just going to bury in it. I almost hey, wish Matt was a yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I, I guarantee you right now, Matt would have agreed with me. Because Matt, after me bar- or battling him for a couple of weeks, has slowly came around to agreeing with me that AEW is better. Um, AEW, like, it, it's put on a fantastic show the last four weeks. Mm. Uh, like They're building perfectly to their pay-per-view. NXT's build to their pay-per-view was weak. Their takeover was good. The matches were what you expect because all of these wrestlers have wrestled before. Like, all right, the fucking UE have wrestled on every fucking takeover. Yes, Riddle and Don are a new team, fair enough. And what they could do with them has potential. Um, the Gargano Baller, didn't we see that already? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the main event, Cole Kiappa, have we seen that already or has Kiappa been out? I don't think we've uh, seen I don't them. I have seen that before. All right. Well, maybe we haven't, but like, it just, like, Kiampa being in that title picture feels like Roman Reigns to me at this point. Um, it feels like he's shoehorned into the title picture as soon as he's back. Yes, the Goldie thing was, it was interesting at the start. Now to me, Kiampa's boring as fuck. What they did at the end of that match. Oh, look, we're getting another Kiampa Gargano. That's going to carry the brand. What? We've seen that so many fucking times. Yeah, sure, give me Cena and Orton of uh, fucking NXT. Because that's what that is. It's getting to the point where we need a good NXT match. Throw Gargano and fucking Kiampa together. Too like, many cooks. I it's just... too many cooks. I, yeah, I know we've not really talked about um, NXT title match yet, but I can kind of see where you're coming from. Like, there is not enough talent coming through the nxt roster no 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 there in is, terms of there is they're just they're, oh, they're just they're just not pushing them but they fucking bury every new talent they bring up yeah. on tv because she got buried like kushida's been done 
Fucking no, I'm, I don't want to go off on this week because this week pissed me off. They buried like four or five new talents that they had on the roster. They have no interest in building new guys. Trips is sticking with three or four guys of his that have got over and girls, and just sticking with it and running with it. Like it's so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. What was the next match? Um, so the Broseweights are now new champions, which yeah. kind of plays into the fact. Oh. Uh, is Champa gonna lose? Uh, is Champa gonna win? Sorry, and all the gold is lost. I think we kind of said no because that'd be stupid. I didn't. Kind of... I said yes. That's definitely going to happen, and that's why I came last. <laughs> fuck, I got yeah, a cunt. So you weren't the only one, though. There was a couple that voted no. for mm. Champa, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. But I, the thing is, Cole winning. Mm, when Cole drops that title, he shows up on Raw the next night. 100%. That's what's going to happen. Cole will drop it at Mania. He'll show up on Raw the next night with the rest of UE. And then NXT will officially be fucked because AEW will have buried them by then. And they won't. And they haven't got anyone waiting in the wings to take. Because to take, how much would UE on NXT this week? They're, they're on it for at least half the show. Yeah. I said this last week. You did. Yeah. You did oh, you did. You spoke about it last week. over the fucking show. Yeah. So, so then you need people to fill that void. I get, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the 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 thing is, is that look, we don't even really need to talk about the match itself. Uh, the the it had some great spots. It was a like, fight. I joined the match. Was rise attempts. There was one I think that was tried on the apron, but he I think he missed, and then he did a suplex on the apron. Hmm. We had the the swing like the pendulum. German suplex onto the announced table. Oh, oh god! Horrible. That that I I felt for Gargano's neck during. No, Gargano, no, Champa. He's in, he's in my head. Now. No, he's even rent free in my head. Bastard. Like, hmm? Um, but look, yes, it was ended with Gargano taking the title away, whacking Champa. Cole pinned him one two three, or last shot one two three. I don't. Know. But I guess the main argument is the whole uh, the Cole and Ch- uh, the Gargano and Champa. Matches are going to be happening again. Uh, it's going to clearly be another third series. It won't be one. It won't be a one and done. This one, if if they're willing to sort of drag this out, which I think they're going I to. I think they'll probably turn this into a triple threat. No, it won't be a triple threat. No, it's going to be Cole and Gargano. Like, oh fuck's sake, Champa and Gargano, and that that's that's how they're going to do it. It, it just has to be. It's it, it's how it's going to be set up from going forward. I don't see. I don't know. I just kind of think. But you can't Cop- have you can't have Gargano and Cole, but then not have Champa involved if they if that's the way. What's the point in Gargano involved in this match if he's not going to try and go for the title? Because no, 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 no. Because it looked like he took the title away from him because he knows that if I don't know if one of you guys said this or I read it on Twitter that apparently he can't figure out how to beat Champa. So therefore, he's making Champa lose, so then he can beat Cole. You're no, I don't um, know. right? Okay, my, my my theory in all of it is it's a case of Champa was going to try and hit because Champa went for the belt to go and hit Cole. Gargano went, nah, mate, took it off him and then whacked him, and then it it it's the whole sort of <coughs> uh, it's, it's the whole role reversal now. It's the Gargano's the Gargano's after. Is uh, going to be taking Champa over and over and over and over again on the basis that you know you fucked my life up for a year and a half and this that, and the other, and it, it's obviously the complete role reversal of how it's been. 
whether Gargano can hold it all up as a heel or be as good a heel as God as Champa was is I guess debatable. I guess. Hmm. Maybe. Um I mean I mean it, it's it's, 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 quite it's a few it's quite a few in the chat that are saying Cole and Balor. Yeah, well, it'll be Cole and Balor at Mania. I, I said the same last week. They need Balor because Balor needs to be the main event name and that's yes. when you're putting NXT up. But then, but then, you, interesting thought here. Could because obviously, Yui eventually, or I reckon you, as you were saying, Amigo, Yui will probably be going over to, to Raw or SmackDown. Probably Raw, hope. Um, do you think that because they haven't got the sort of next talent to sort of go into that sort of main event spotlight or even the mid card spotlight? Because the main event spot, the current middle card's going to have to sort of go into the main event scene. Are they going to start bringing more people over from Raw or SmackDown to so try I think and? They're going to shoehorn Imperium in the NXT. Uh, I think you're going to see more NXT UK guys brought across that have sort of half yeah. got over there. Yeah, you're guess. shaking your head because you know I'm right. You know no, I know, I know you're right. Yeah. In NXT. No, they and you're going to see Mustache Mountain come in for the tag division. And it's it's just gonna be more NXT UK guys brought over. You know, people yeah. don't have to move up. Shayna isn't officially on Raw. I get that, or she will be. Shayna will be officially. If she's Unless... Becky's feud for Mania, I'd say she's on Raw. She yeah. hasn't showed up in NXT the last couple of weeks. It's not like Becky's coming down the NXT to chase her down the way Charlotte is with Rhea. Like Shayna's actively on Raw and not on NXT. Hmm. Yeah. Is, let, let's talk about NXT then, so that Toaster can go full throttle into giving his opinion on what he thought this week. Because I, I completely agree what I've read and in the chat, and I know Toast isn't very happy. NXT this week was trash. He was. Wish we had jingles for this. I've got a jingle idea. Go on. Fire it up, me, Jordan. Let's talk about NXT. Let's talk about you and E. Or between, yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. That's my input. I'll be signed up for the next 20 minutes now, boy. Thank you very much, George. Oh, God. That's the. No, stop it. That's making me laugh about NXT. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Should, should we just let Toast just rant for the next 10 yeah, minutes? Yeah, because I, I think it was rubbish. I thought it was rubbish. No, I mean, line me up. Like, tell me what segments, and I'll rip into exactly while that oh, segment. So we started, and it was um, the UE came out and oh, did a God. promo package at the start. Best bit, best bit about this. Kyle O'Reilly was sad. Kyle O'Reilly when he yes. forgot, when he went to do his guitar, <laughs> and forgot he had a title. That yeah. was the best bit about this opening. Agreed, hundred percent. Brilliant. Um, I don't understand what shock the system means. Because originally they were a group that came up out of nowhere. Jordan started fighting against like who the NXT leadership wanted to be the heroes. Okay, but eventually, so they, they... Uh, you could have just you, uh, easy comparison. They are the Extinction Rebellion in NXT. Got it. I don't know who the Extinction Rebellion is, but yeah, sure. That would be a good gimmick. Actually, bring in a bunch of hippies. <laughs> oh God! Now I know what you mean. Okay. Fucking hell. Okay, um, we had the Cruiserweight Championship match, Devlin and Leo Rush. 
I actually thought this was a good match. Yeah. Um, there was stars. no point in this match, however, though. Right? Nigel went, uh, Devlin's bringing, or uh, Devlin's smashing him with fists or whatever, right? And the line was pointed and off. And Moro get himself over, had to go, Oh, Fury! At the end of the sentence. And it just felt like, oh my God, any catchphrase that's going to come out of NXT has to have fucking Moro on it. And it was him just overpowering the commentary team again, and he just needs to fuck off. I have a question. It's just, yep. re- it's just, it's just dawned on me. Go on. Right. Do you know in wrestling, right? Yes. <laughs> so, why is it to be a cruiserweight champion, you have to be a cruiserweight, but to be a heavyweight champion, you don't have to be a heavyweight? I I mean, it's, it. it's just under two hundred five. Under two hundred five yeah, is is cruiserweight. Anything above is you can just be a heavyweight. So yeah, but you could be. But you could, you don't have to. Be, you have, I don't. But this, why is there a weight limit for one but not the other? So the way it used to be was there was a weight limit for the heavyweight title, and anything over went super heavyweight. So you had to be under like three fifty or whatever. But they removed that once they got rid of the super heavyweight. I just, I just don't, I don't understand. Why is this? So you, right. So to, if I want to be a cruiserweight, I have to be skinny boy. But yes. to be a heavyweight, I don't have to be a thick boy. No. Not that just doesn't make sense, does it? Because, Wrestling, you're dumb. Well, because because da- Daniel Bryan is arguably under two hundred five, and he was uh, champion for quite a long time. It's just if you're under two, if you're under two hundred five, and you're not being used very much, we'll put you in a cruiserweight. Just call it a different name. Just give it a di- call it like the bloody fucking the bloody fucking title. Why not? Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> the whatever title. There we go. Just. Don't... I thought, I thought that's what the 24-7 is. The whatever title. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say something, and it's going to piss off Jack. I actually think more Ronaldo on commentary is worse than JR and the King put together. I would rather listen to JR and the King commentate on any show Back in up. the year 2020 than have more fucking random quote Ronaldo spoil wrestling. And NXT was shit already before he started doing his random fucking quotes. Honestly, you know what? Jim Cornette, fucking JR, Jerry the King, put them all together. I'll listen to that shit. Tony Schiavone, all four of them, rather than listen to Morinalo, try and get himself over, or throw in random ass fucking useless quotes and hip-hop lyrics in their fucking... Wrestling podcast, not it's, podcast it's, show. It's, it's trying to make it. It's trying to just sort of you know be more relevant to the uh, to the younger audience. It's, you it's know how to be more relevant if we fucked off. <laughs> if you want to be relevant, you should make a TikTok. <laughs> he probably <laughs> has. He probably has. A, WWE probably. has a TikTok. Uh, oh no! Maybe they should make TikToks in the ring while the show's going on. That's that'd be a segment. Nah, he doesn't have his own TikTok account, and that's. That's disappointing. Now, it's not that bad. I'm sorry, but it's not that bad. I know. I'm trying to create content. It is bad, but he's not that bad. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, the Devil in Rush match had a Spanish fly, therefore instant five stars. Okay. But then Leo loses again, and yes, okay. Yeah, Leo, I, I, I get. I get. You're trying to, you know, sort of. Made Jordan Devlin sort of establish Jordan Devlin in that role. I get that's fine, but then Leo loses again. Chris, they're, they're actually trying to build a star in Devon. That's why it's weird of being on NXT in a show trying to build new stars rather than just push Leo, who is an older star. 
It's weird because it completely contradicts what happens in the rest of the card. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe have like a, a no contest or something every once in a while just to get because ah uh, fuck it I'm leaving. Devlin, so Devlin needs to establish himself. He needs to be beating guys like Leo Rush and other two hundred five guys so that like he seems credible. So that whenever they build up, hopefully someone else to beat him, it means something rather than if like if Leo beats him now, well Devlin just fucks off back. Oh no 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 no! no. I, I I I get what you're saying in sense of either. Either make it a non-title match, um, or because because it just makes Leo look shit and not not able to sort of you know win the title. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna shut up because I just keep ranting about the same fucking nonsense. But yeah, li- yeah, move on. Hmm. Uh, Austin Theory was supposed to have a match, got interrupted by Tommaso Ciampa. Austin Theory's so, a face, isn't he? So what we have here is the first example <laughs> of a new Asia NXT talent that was sort of half getting built up. Being absolutely shit on. So Kiampa goes, not today, not today. Cool, Kiampa, we know you lost your title match and you're upset, but you've just absolutely buried this fella. He then does his promo, which was fine. Fella tries to come in and attack him. Kiampa kills him, leaves him lying there. And then we've announced that they're fighting next week. Why do I give a fuck about Kiampa fighting that guy next week when he just fucking smashed him? And he's going to bury him again next week. Smashed him in two seconds. Fucking, who did they put... Theory against he beat DJZ or Joaquin Wild or whatever you call him. Yeah. He beat someone else. They were slowly building this guy, and we've just buried him. What? Kiampa fucking wiped the floor of him without breaking a sweat. And next week he'll probably have a competitive match, but still lose against Kiampa because they need to build him for Gargano. Was there any like moment of him like challenging for the match or being like, "I need my revenge" or whatever? Did it just like, "Oh hey, no, no, no"? Austin no. Os- Os- Theory came out to to to, to clearly have a match against someone. And during Austin Theory's entrance, Trumper comes down to the ring, goes and picks up a mic, and just does the sort of kind of I'm gonna let you finish sort of style thing by just like just ignoring the fact that Austin Theory's there and just talking. And then Austin Theory's like, okay, okay, fine. But then he, he attack tries to attack him for some reason, which again, Austin Theory's a face. Why, why, why do? But never mind. Theory in Evolve was a hill, so he works better as like that sort of cocky hill. So maybe okay. that's what we're looking with that, but it just completely buried him. Yeah. So- See, mine's just like my pet peeve is just something really simple that wouldn't take much effort, and it would you need like thirty seconds of just put us in. Oh, I want my revenge. What he did out there was stupid, and like oh, I'll face him next week. And I feel like that kind of stuff really just links your story together rather than just oh, now they're going to fight. Yeah, because um, I feel like it's just lazy. It's to just be just honest, like, now they fight. Champa so fucking killed happened, him. So. There's Ch- a running theme of what happened. Champa fucking kills him. He yeah. throws him against the barrier, then the other barrier, then the other barrier, and just yeah. keeps continuously doing it. And I get he's taking out his frustration on the Gargano situation, but still, you could have used someone else. You didn't have to use Austin Theory. He's someone you're trying to build. I, I'm fully with you on this one. It's just... I just... It, it no. sacrificed him for Kiampa, and yes, Kiampa's a bigger star, but Austin Theory's one of the guys they were looking to sort of build on, and they've just ruined them. I just, um, I just don't like even just be like I just it just annoys me though like I think about wrestling it's just like so why can't the guy be like okay you caught me at a bad moment ah uh, next time I'll be more prepared I'll be prepared for you I'll do my I'll do my research get my notes you know why, <laughs> why don't why why is wrestling seen as just like uh you hit me now we fight now we hate each other why why is it why is there no like okay why why don't why isn't there more made of like 
this is just something I've been thinking about in general. Just like, why isn't form a thing in wrestling? Like, he's on a winning streak. AEW. 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 We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll but, like, to but, that. But, like, but it seems in wrestling you have, I mean, this is going to sound really stupid, you have winners and losers, but you always yeah. have people who just consistently lose. So because... how am I supposed to ever think they're going to win? Let them win, because then the people, so then we know that they can win and be like, okay, this match I lost when I, even though I was on a winning streak and then I lost because I was unprepared or my shoelaces run down or some bullshit. They do, they do loosely occasionally in WWE. This is, I mean, AW, they, they try and center it around being a sports competition, but in WWE, they occasionally loosely tie in certain things. I mean, it became Kurt Hawkins' gimmick that he was on a losing streak. And then he won or whatever. But there's like there's a few other times where we talk about, oh hey, he's won like a couple of matches on the bounce or whatever. It sort of dropped casually into commentary rather than it sort of made a thing of. I guess. Like, <laughs> easy thing to just make a, a thingy of because it's like, I like you know, Man City they lose games, right? Yeah. So like you know we can expect every now and again your big main guy to lose a, a match every now and again. Like it happens. Like. I feel like wrestling is always is in this really weird place. It's just in general now. I'm just going to rant. Whenever I watch it, it's like, okay, big our main guy cannot lose ever. If he ever loses, it has to be a big deal. And it's just like, why can't he just be like, oh, I lost one. And now I move on. And then like, I don't mm. get it. I, do, I find it stupid. Why, why, why are these people who... Because then, then as soon as you lose, you beat him... The, the next guy is then not allowed to lose forever. And do you not think it's just a bit cyclical and boring? Like what, what you've basically described, and I know you don't really know you're doing it, but you've described good wrestling psychology. Like what you're saying should happen is the stuff that some companies do and WWE used to do. And you've really like explained what good psychology and storytelling is in wrestling, given that you don't watch wrestling. And it's, it's kind of like, mind-blown that I you just, just sort of went, this is what should happen, and it's like, yes, George, this is exactly like, what good wrestling is. It was, it was beautiful. It's obvious, though. <laughs> it, it was beautiful. <laughs> I just don't like, okay, when the guy comes to the ring, why can't we just have last five matches? Yeah. Win, loss, win, loss, win. <laughs> it's literally, you know, that's literally what they do in AEW, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> really fine, does. whatever. Good for them, but then be like, but then make a deal of it, just like, okay, I may have lost three in a row, but now I'm determined to to get back on the wins, up the dubs. Wasn't you know, that a Kenny like promo that. a little while ago? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was and, a Kenny and promo. Man yeah, like, or if some guy comes no, out great. and bitch slaps someone, he goes, right, I'm ne- I I don't want to be bitched. So don't just say, oh, they're going to have a match because he bitched. So like, I don't, you don't like it, you bitch slap me. You're the bitch, I'll bitch slap you next week in the ring. To do that, just little bits. So stupid. I, I could do it better. <laughs> 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 George, you yeah. definitely need to watch some AEW because that's yes. Kind of I'm, really I'm booking 3 <laughs> Get me some wrestlers. <laughs> right. Uh, Smoke, what was next? Uh, Grizzled Young Vets versus uh, DJC, Yaukin Wild, uh, and Raul Mendoza. It was a fine match. It, it was fine. Um, I was like, the team they were facing sort of threw me off because it was like just a thumb together team. But that's what the one thing NXT has a history of doing is creating good teams. Like, they created American Alpha, you had Revival. They've, they've always put together random wrestlers and made good teams out of it. So I'm, I'm happy enough to see them try to do it again, Walking Wild and the guy, I don't know what you call it, the other guy. Uh, they weren't really doing much. So, yeah, just throw them together, haven't been a team. This was a decent match, and it got Drake and um, 
fuck Zach Gibson over and they got their promo time at the end. So mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah. This is one of the few high moments of the, the show. Yeah. Uh, Bros awaits Danny Birch and Only Lorcan. Oh, yeah. And of course, we'll yeah. see Only Lorcan again. Okay. The, the double tag team matches back to back. I feel like there could have been something in between. And I knew I was watching it going, fuck, there's a lot of tag team wrestling in NXT. It's almost like they're trying to be AEW. Um, but again, I think it was a decent match. It was good to see Oni and fucking. Uh, yeah. Birch together again. Yeah. Although I did, I did love the fact that only came out in his two hundred five jacket, and Birch clearly had his. Uh, it looked like a. It was a UK uh, yeah, jacket on it, yeah, so yeah. I think it might have been his NXT UK stuff. I love that they were just wearing their given fucking WWE merch to the ring. <laughs> yeah. I think they've done that for a while though. Have they not? When they were properly acting, I, I, I pay attention to them. Um, I'm the one who always pay. pays attention to the attire. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say that I do. Um, no, because they used to. I think he used to have the Union Jack, and Only Lorcan used to have the Stars and Stripes. And then I think because he's in Two Five Live, he wears the Two Five Live one. There you go. Wrestling attire is really weird. Like, why do they all walk wearing their own? Like, can you imagine wearing your own T-shirt in public? They get it for free, George. I don't care though. It's still weird, though, isn't it? It's just like. Hey, I've got a T-shirt with my face. Unless you're making a big deal of, hey, I've got my face on a T-shirt. You know, they're essentially Jake Paul's buy that merch song, aren't they? <laughs> buy that merch. Yeah, buy the merch. That's what... I don't Stupid. Why can't... Do you think a wrestler's ever had a tyre which says my face in letters and it says I've got my face on my T-shirt? Do you think anybody's done it? No. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Keith Lee came out to. Oh, um, oh here, yeah, right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Keith Lee came out. Hang on, hang on. And what have we got? We've got another wrestler come down the ring. Oh, haven't seen him in a while. Maybe we're yeah. going to build up this young talent. You know, get him up. Well, no? it's three, three and hates Connor Reeves. So, quite frankly, it's Connor Reeves. Oh, Reeves. Per. No, I don't care. It, it's Connor oh, Reeves. Oh wait, no. Oh, so he's just going to do what Keith did, right? Gotcha. Yeah, cool. Didn't he like? He came to the ring and wanted to get a microphone, and before he got a microphone, got destroyed by Keith Lee. Of course, he got destroyed because it appears to be the new thing. Oh, let's roll it. This other wrestler. Nope, he's not one of our faves. Slap him down. But it's Kona Reeves. Don't care. It's Kona Reeves. Don't care. Oh dear. Um, I think this happened again. With oh, no, the no, next no, no, no. There's another bit that happened. What was yeah. the next segment? Chelsea Green with Robert Stone, oh, who looks like he should be in GTA oh, no, Vice City. No, 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 so we've got Chelsea Green against, uh, what do you call him? Yeah, against Carter, right? So these two had a match last week or the week before, and Carter won with a roll-up. So they're building a wee mini-feud. Like it. We're building a women's division away from the title picture. We're getting away from Charlotte coming down. Love it. Mid-match. Fucking, she just shows up. I did like what she said, but it didn't need to happen mid-match. She came up, she's playing up clearly that character that got over when she was in the segment with Charlotte. So she just comes into the ring and goes, whoa, 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 I'm going to let you finish. Cool, Kanye was three years ago. Get over it, love. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, interrupts, and do you know what annoyed me? The two wrestlers just stopped. Yeah, that's they just stopped that. fighting. Well, that's that then. Yeah, we're done. Like, you know what I'd have done? I'd have turned around and cracked the woman that was in the ring. Because worst case scenario, you get a match with a woman who's just had a title match. I know it's made up, but logically it makes no sense. Okay, we'll just stop while you cut a promo. Yeah, cool. Go. Yeah. You go up. You go on, love. And then they, they start the match up again. It made no sense, and it completely buried those two women. 
and I will never see them above anything they're fucking jobbers. Might as well be running around in the Ascension armor because that's what they are at this point. Dead. The thing is, the thing is with Chelsea Green, they're supposed to be bigging her up as the next best thing. No, what they're doing, they're building her up to have loads of losing streaks, and then she's gonna break and go hot mess from impact. And that's what they're clearly building. They're giving her all the losses. They built her up as if she's a big deal, kicking her in the rumble. It's all building to her becoming the hot mess again, which got over an impact. And it's stupid. They're doing it really stupidly. But this fact that this is the third time that newish wrestlers outside of the main picture have been interrupted or just fucking smashed on the same card is absolutely atrocious. And this week's NXT felt like an absolute chore to go through. Yeah, he did a thing in the group. Uh, in, in, in oh, the yeah, he posted a picture of Matt. Yeah, yeah <laughs> fucking kill me. The thing, the thing is with this, right? You've got Robert Stone doing his Robert Stone brand, which I've already said it looks like, <laughs> looks like a character from GTA Vice City. It is, it is, it is. <laughs> It's, do, you know the, do you know the guy who's the lawyer in Vice City? It's him. Yeah. It's definitely him. Yeah. Um, running around being all woo. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, being all what? <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like a recruitment agent, this guy. He, he, he it, it, if you've ever been to a recruitment agency, that is what he, that's what he... Oh, just... But mm. the, the thing is, right, they're trying they try to big up... Chelsea Green, and it's just, I don't care. And do then you, they did that, and I just do, went. Do you see yeah. any of the hot mess stuff from Impact? No. So the hot mess stuff was built up off an angle where she was supposed to get married to another, <laughs> like one of the male wrestlers, and someone like interrupted her marriage and she got dumped out. So for weeks she ran about with like the same wedding dress on and running mascara, and that broke her. And that's what got uh, Chelsea Green over as a wrestler in impact and then she got really big around the indie she mm. was the broke or the hot mess and that's clearly what they're going to do now they're clearly building her up to where she's going to snap and you'll see her starting with the running makeup and just being like a real crazy hot mess mm. and that's what they'll build her for and that's when they'll make her a legitimate challenge but for now she's going to be jobbed and losing and down on her luck and all that <laughs> shit yeah, um, Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong, where Velveteen Dream apparently wanted to come out dressed as the wallpaper from Andy's bedroom in Toy Story. He actually did. I had to stop at least three times in the match to go. Is he wearing clouds on his outfit? He looked a bit weird. Just like this match was meh for me. Big fan of Roddy. I actually think Dream is extremely overrated. I, I think Dream, Dream was in sloppy. ring work is extremely overrated. It was to the sloppy. point where he's worse than Bray Wyatt in the ring. Don't get me wrong; his promos are good, his psychology is good. I don't want to see him in a main event program. Do you um, actually care about like? Uh, it's just going to show how much of a non-wrestling fan I'm. Do you actually care about how good the matches are if the character's good? Yes, because I have to watch the matches. It 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 depends on what kind of match it is. Like I suppose. I, I always thought wrestling is like character, like it should it should be. I've always like all character. A, a lot of it's character. I'd say. Say. I feel like when I watch wrestling now, it's all about look how many flippies I can do. It's like okay, cool, but you're boring. Your flippies are boring to me. He Talk. seems to have just summed up Will Osprey in one sentence. <laughs> Help. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I like character. Like, Velveteen Dream's character I enjoyed, but then 
he came Even back. Is Prince. Huh? From what I've seen, he is just Prince. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Essentially, yeah. it's Prince. Ah, well, fair enough. Prince was an entertaining guy. Purple Rain and all that. And Dream was entertaining before he got kind of pushed away and well, he got injured, didn't he? But when he's come back, it kind of I feel like I'd like to do a special Bad Bookers podcast called Things About Wrestling Jord Doesn't Understand or Dislikes. Can we do just that? Come with... Can we make a special? We should. There you go. And then Tastic. we try and justify everything that's happened in wrestling to Jord. I can write this down. <laughs> I'll, write, I'll get some ideas. Mm. But um, the match, <laughs> I didn't see the end of the match because BT Sport shut itself <laughs> again. Fourth week. In the last what twelve weeks that it's been on BT, NXT's just done big dead. I don't understand why. Maybe it was a feed, but um, I'm, sorry, I'm trying to explain things to Hab. Who actually? Who actually won? Was it Dream? Wait, I could get you this. Dream won, and then you uh, jumped in the ring a bit. Dream apart, defeated Strong by pinfall. <laughs> nice. Are you Bleach reporting as well? No, we were talking about. All I'm going to say is I believe that Dream and Strong have the right kind of antagonistic chemistry. They are polar Straight opposites. From Bleacher Report. What are you... No, they're not. Oh, they are polar How opposites. Could it open and it no, 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 no. These are George's opinions. These are my thoughts. <laughs> These are my big brain thoughts. It often feels like the former is pulling more personality out of the latter than mm. anyone else can. Mm. <laughs> Does it, I know what your next sentence is going to be. Does it start with this was a brawl more than anything? Well, let me tell you now, Smith. I'd say that this was a brawl more than anything, <laughs> which was exactly what it needed to be. It was far from clean. In fact, it was outright sloppy at many moments. It was fun. And that's what matters. Cheers, George. You're welcome. Good insight. Um, did you have anything to pick with this toast? I don't know if you've mentioned anything yet. I've just uh, dreams. Sloppy. It shouldn't be in one of the main feuds. Jack can say it's not one of the main feuds. It is. It closed the show. Um, it is one of the main feuds in the show. Dream's not ready for it. Um, again, I still don't like the spot where he's able to take out three members of UE with one jump. Um, he jumped off top rope onto them, and it didn't look like it didn't no. look good. And it's just stupid. Honestly, it, this, this week's NXT drained me. I watched it this morning and. It made me not want to watch NXT again. And I don't understand how they can't capitalize off having such a great takeover. They've let themselves have such a shit <clears throat> after it. Like, if I'm if I'm WWE, I'm starting to worry that some of them NXT fans might creep over to watch AEW that have put on four back-to-back class weeks. Yeah. I completely agree. I was in and out watching it. I wasn't really focused watching it. I watched it on... Thursday, I think, during the day, and I was just like, it feels, it feels forced. Like I feel like someone's got a gun to my head and making me watch it. That's how it feels. It's definitely a struggle to get through. I know. I I don't want to. I'm already watching less wrestling as it is. I'm not watching any Raw or SmackDown at the moment because that's just not entertaining. I thought they were really George's opinions. I'm disappointed they're not there. Oh, um, and I watched that match on YouTube because they post all it on YouTube. So, 
Probably. But I just yeah. <laughs> Probably. If I, <laughs> if I drop if if I drop NXT, I'll just be ended up watching AEW and a bit of New Japan. <clears throat> Which I don't know. I I do need to give the main roster another go. Because no, you're not. No, I I think I do. No, you're not. I mean, Ali, Ali's coming back, back in the day. and Ali's actually getting a bit of a push now. It looks like he's going to be getting a push on SmackDown when he comes back, which could uh, be interesting uh, to watch. Uh, uh, we'll we get married like within a... a week from Goldberg. Yes. So I have a few, like, what happened to these people I can remember from NXT back in the day. Oh, God. Right. Where's Bo Dallas? I know he believed for uh, a bit. He's part he of the B team, which are pretty much jobbers. A uh, jobber tag team on what SmackDown. What brand do a B team on SmackDown? Not a clue. SmackDown. That's a bit sad, isn't it? He used to win all the time. Yeah. I know it was there. Got a bow leave. Um, oh, the um, oh, the guy who came down with a selfie stick. Tyler Breeze uh, He's went on NXT. Went to the went to uh, Royal SmackDown for a little while. Was part of a tag team with Fandango. Then it all went a bit wrong when Fandango got injured, so they couldn't do what they were doing. Some like skets, skets, um, segments and things that they were doing. And then uh, Tyler Breeze is now back on uh, NXT uh, on occasion doing things. Uh, who else was there? There was two people who stole the Illuminati sign. <laughs> That's been, the ascension. They, they, are, they have been future endeavoured and, and I know one of the very few who was so bad that they've been let go. <laughs> oh. They weren't bad. They were just not booked in any way. They were very good on NXT. They weren't booked. Oh. There was like there was like a hacker which I didn't understand. He, used to, he like apparently glitched everything and then he left. Solomon Crow, he's nice. Army Callahan and Impact. Very nice. So it's good to see that all those people who are doing well are still doing well. <laughs> Glad to hear it. I'm curious. Is there any more that you want to know? What happened to them? Um, isn't this a this is this cultaholic 101? Are we kind of gimmick infringement here? Oh, no. I don't get it. They don't know who we are. <laughs> Where does George think they are now? They just missed Blompio, that's... Well, yeah. um... Who else was there? Oh, bugger. There was... There was Bailey. She was in there. She used to hug a little girl, I think. She's dressed like Karen, who wants to speak to the manager, and she asks <laughs> That's a great gimmick. <laughs> That was great. Chris, please get a picture of current Bailey. Right, okay. That's a great idea. Okay, wrestler who loses all the time, so she wants to speak to the general manager all the time. Just like, look, the ring ropes, they are. We need to wipe them down before I wrestle. This is dangerous. That's why I lost. You know, stuff like that. That's a great idea. Oh, man. That's funny. Um... Should we talk about AEW? Well, this week's podcast has to be called Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> That's not the name at this point. Karen is the uh, best gimmick I've ever heard of. Oh dear. Um, AEW happened this week. Um, it's the penultimate one before. Sure, tell me that woman doesn't want to speak to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's livid. Oh, she is livid. She was oh. told they were two for one and they were not, but she got to look at her. <laughs> They will not accept that woman's coupons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As I was saying, AEW was a thing that happened this week. It's the penultimate 
um, episode before Revolution, which is next Saturday, I believe. 29th. Um, so we've got one more A-dub next week, and then it's Revolution on Saturday. Um, this one started with the Tag Team Battle Royal. What a classic clusterfuck of a match. <laughs> uh, I, I really like that. You, you will have seen many Battle Royales. But this one... I've not have seen many like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I like the fact that they don't have entrances. They're just all stood outside the ring, and then yep. they jump in and go for it. I love that. I love that, and I also love the two of the heel teams sat outside the ring. I went, well, I'm not going in there yet. Yeah, I like that. Fuck that was that. good. I was, so, like, I, was, I was looking around and going, who's on the outside? And I saw Sammy Guevara, and I was like, oh, it's just Sammy. And then I saw... Um, proud and powerful and i was like oh they're there as well okay that makes this this match was put together by tony khan he had help from bj whitmer and i think it was dean malenko some of the wrestling knowledge but tony khan put this fucking match together that's mad that's impressive yeah so tony khan for a fulham director of football exactly and so tony khan sat down with bj whitmer and i want to say it was dean malenko it might have been one of the other like agents producers whatever you want to call them but he put this together and they helped him with some spots and some wrestling logic and this match was fucking fantastic right up until they killed sammy guevara which is the moment of the match like that that fucking super kick as sammy jumps off oh did you see the mortal kombat yeah that was the sniper elite one as well the sniper elite thing which is just a head crack oh Jesus yeah, that's, I think that's the. I think that's the Mortal Kombat. Oh, it's the Mortal Kombat one. I think okay. it's Johnny yeah. Cage. It's like a Johnny Cage super kick, and they've just inverted it to be the right way around. And it oh, was, I just, um, I just reminded it though. That was <sighs> like, oof. He, he actually smashed him in the face. Like his glasses literally smashed him in the face with the impact. Question from Jack: How do you know so much, you massive Mark? <laughs> uh, I read a lot of Reddit, and I read a lot of stuff about wrestling because I enjoy wrestling. Apart from NXT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I'm on Reddit as well for some wrestling, and I've got one for the chat. There you oh, go. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Uh, um, here we go. So the the kind of overlining story is the the bits with um, Jurassic Express. We have um, on the on the screen, please. <laughs> <laughs> so Jurassic Express. <laughs> oh goodness! What's he done? <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh no! Oh, that is a fantastic. Oh, Jack. There were several sources from AEW that confirmed that as well. It was done in an interview. I think Cody confirmed it in an interview. And Melt, Kenny. Melt confirmed it. Therefore, it happened. Does this yeah, mean so, Tony yeah. Khan is officially a good booker, not a bad booker? Is that a fact? He's starting his own podcast. He's the best. Oh, wow. indeed. Um. But yeah, the the bits during the match we had, um, both teams have to be eliminated. So one person can still be in the ring and win the match, which was yeah. evident as the as the end. Because the uh, it was Matt, wasn't it, at the end with yeah. the two members of Proud and Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> you right there, George? That's that picture <laughs> of can you imagine, like, scrolling through just chatting up to you? I fucking rest the fuck out of people. That's so much. Oh, I've got tears. Oh, fuck. I don't know what's going on. Are you looking at the stream, though? 
I've got it where he's got the he's got Mr. Paul on there. Is that what he's laughing at? That's why people are laughing. Okay. I get it now. Oh my god. <laughs> um oh. the I can't I can't watch the stream anymore. <laughs> I got taken off. Oh, that's an edit. That's a cut. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, we had a Dark Order bit as well, where he... Did they interrupt the match halfway through? Um, and they tried oh, yeah. to. Yes, they, they interrupted, did. They um, and said, oh, yeah. They said, look, where, where is Christopher Daniels? Why is... If he's part of your, your friendship, why is he not here? Yeah, Which and- feeds into the, the theory that he's the exalted one. But then also, there's a picture of tw- on Twitter of Matt being <laughs> big, tr- big Twitter troll trying to yeah, say, so Matt Hardy posted a picture of him watching it, and then his post about returning the Raw, he wrote against everyone's uh, wishes or something, but mm. he capitalized each word, so it was AEW, and then nothing else was capitalized in the rest of his tweet about Raw. So like Jerry Lawler in an interview mentioned that and said that he thinks he's going. And during that fight with the Dark Order, Raven is sitting in the yeah. crowd and doesn't move. Why is Raven there then? I guess that's the because argument. Raven was working backstage with a couple of people. I know Jimmy Havoc was working with him a bit. Oh, yeah. They're potentially talking about him coming in as like a producer, possibly getting a bit of on screen. Kind of what they've done with Taz. So just looking at all their wrestlers. It's Taz. The one thing that people always said about Raven was he had a great mind for the business, but he was an absolute cock end. So he was hard to work with, but. He's a good wrestler, man. Kinda similar to what people say about Scott Hall and stuff. So if they bring mm. him in and it doesn't impact the business too badly, then why not? Well, Heyman well, loves him. You can always they? consult him, can't you? You can always have him yeah. as a consultant. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If I remember, Heyman, he, he was one of those. He was one of ones that Heyman absolutely loved, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. helped Heyman with creative, I think. Yeah. Him and Dreamer, and then like Bobby did. Bobby, yeah. Bobby did finances and Taz did shirts and stuff. Yeah. And easy done. Um, so you had the Dark Order bit. Then there was a bit of a brawl with SEU and members of the Minions. We also saw Chima, I think, was given a mask, which he took but didn't actually say didn't yes or no. He, he just walked off with it. So that's kind of interesting. Could, um, you, could you imagine, on the topic of this exalted oh one, if there's a big suspense, he's about to be revealed, and all you hear is, Konnichiwa, he's hot, <laughs> he's spicy, <laughs> he is the curry man. Gosh. Bring him back, get him in. If I'm, you know, I'm booking. Maybe it's Karen who wants to see the manager. BBW, <laughs> world champion, curry man, it's happening. As you were. Um, anything else of note of the Battle Royale? Um, no, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy did orange Cassidy things to help best friends. I generally thought they could have won it, um, but then as it kind of went on, yeah, I saw Matt was on his own. Trent, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. Up the ring and caught Trent, and Trent was on his shoulders for a bit. Yeah, and then he got low blowed by the bunny. Yeah, yeah it just kind of reminded me of like New Day because I think Biggie yeah. got something similar for Kofi one year. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of typical spot, but I, I thought overall it was a good clusterfuck match. Um, yeah. It was a bit predictable as soon as Matt basically started hulking up. Um, yeah, I, I, there's one point where I think it was best friends um, and Matt butchering the blade. I think it was just butcher at that point. 
and Santana on the tees, and I was kind of so like, "Oh, I don't, I don't kind of know who's going to win this." It was both proud and powerful. It was <laughs> the butcher, and it was Matt and Trent because yeah. Matt and Trent teamed up and then done the best friend spot. Matt and Trent hugged instead of mm. Trent and Chuck. But it and was those could, guys. It could have gone anyway then. Yeah, any one of them. Um, I kind of thought it was going to be Matt because the, the obviously the work they've done building up the potential feud, and then. I don't know if you guys have seen Being the Elite this week. I it's basically no. Hangman walking around. He told TH2 to go easy on Matt's back because Matt had a dodgy back. Um, he then went to the butcher and Blade said, I don't know if I was you, I'd work on uh, getting rid of, uh, what do you call him? Not Jeff, fuck. Nick's contacts because he's blind as a bat. And then he told someone else to leave Matt alone and then told someone else, that uh, Nick had weak testicles. Like, so he went around and gave four weaknesses, but in different ways, like to the faces, he was like, oh, be careful of this, look after him, because they're my friends. To the hills, it was like, yeah, you should exploit this. And each one of the weaknesses got, like, it was in the match, each one of the weaknesses got picked up on. Like, Nick got hit in the testes, and THC worked on Matt's back, and various yeah. little bits like that. So they were building that up, along with the, the other stuff we've seen between... Hangman and uh, Hangman Omega in the box. So they've been yeah. building that up. It'll be a hell of a match. I still think Hangman and Omega keep the title. Um, and then Hangman's got to play on how he beat the box, and then it'll eventually lead the shit down the line. Yeah. Um, Shannon and Chris Statlander had a match uh, with Britt Baker on commentary because did you know she's a dentist? That's a barking um, dentist. Decent match. It was one of the more surprising matches because obviously the AEW women's division isn't deep. I thought it was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know too much about Shanna, so I was kind of more interested. This is this is the thing with AEW because I don't know a lot about some of the wrestlers that they have on. I kind of pay more attention. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably why I'm more invested in it, and the fact that they put on a good show. Um, Statlander's a fucking star. Oh, they've brilliant. got an absolute star there. Yep. She's, she's the brilliant. reason they didn't sign Mercedes Martinez, by the way. Yeah. Because if they didn't sign her, then they then if they, they signed Mark, they yeah. were choosing between the two of them and they said yeah. Statlander. Oh, breaking news, Smoot watches a women's match. <laughs> <laughs> Under Oof. the bus there, mate. Respond. I watched Rhea Ripley Bianca. I watched Caden Carter and Chelsea Green, even though that really technically wasn't a match because it got interrupted. But yeah, I do watch women's matches. Thank you, Jack. I did like Nyla Rose coming out after. That was cool. Yeah, she did a bit of a promo with Tony, didn't she? Yes, yeah, she came out and was yeah, sort of waving the title around. And then was it Big Swole came out and Statland had sort of reappeared. <laughs> oh no! Oh, what have we got here? Oh, you can't put that on screen, but it's fantastic. Why not? I can now. Oh, for goodness sake. I can, though. You're going? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, the Nyla Rose stuff was good because obviously she's a heel and everything that's happened in the last week, she's kind of not playing on it, but... Is with what she said, like you're all bi- you're all busy bees, all making noise, but I'm the queen bee kind of thing, and I, I kind of liked it. We had, um... yeah, what Tiger <laughs> said that that got me a little bit. I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I was like, 
So I had listened to JR's podcast as well. He does with Conrad, and he had mentioned because he basically just rants about how he hates the IWC now. Um, so Fair enough. And he's doing a podcast for the IWC, but we'll ignore that. Um, he mentioned that he was getting a load of grief on Twitter because he called Nyla last week. He called her the King of the Hill. And there was a lot of grief that obviously King is a male word rather than female. So like after that, I was like, right, okay, so JR's got shit about that. And then fucking <laughs> Big School called her brother and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. That was fantastic. Obviously using it in the terms of wrestlers, they yeah, all call yeah, each other brother, brother. brother. Yeah. It was fantastic. I do like that we're seeing several women coming out and showing that they're ready to fight now, and it's not just a case of this one's the chosen one and we're only going to see her. I do yeah. like that they're sort of putting Big Swole in the forefront as well, even though Big Swole probably won't get near the pedal for a the, while. The biggest, my biggest worry at the moment with this is you've got Big Swole will potentially face Statlander for a number one contendership match, yeah. potentially. Unless Big Swole, I mean, what's Big Swole's record so far? Is it is it weak or is she? I think she's decent on uh, uh, Dark because I think she fought, did she fight Diamante? I know Diamante done two matches. She done one on the main show, and then she done one for Dark, and I think it was Swole. All right, all right not- forgive me. I might, I might just be being a, being a bit of an idiot here, but Dark records count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah any match that's recorded. Yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that was the case. I just wanted to clarify it. But like, I'm thinking Swole is potentially going to be one of those people who's going to start getting wins. Yeah. Um. But we've not got a lot of time, and it's not been announced what the women's match is yet. It's going to be Statlander Revolution. That is my worry. I know. I know that sounds weird because we've said Statlander's brilliant. She's really good. But I think if you give Statlander the match now, she's going to have to lose. I think they give it to Statlander, but there's some sort of interference so that Statlander loses, but it's not clean loss. If you know what I mean, like they're mm. not going to beat her right yet. Um, or could... it's triple threat. No, 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 triple threat's not a good idea yet. Uh, or maybe Nyla just interferes and just destroys the both of them and then just ha- one of them happens to win off the back of the DQ. Oh, no, I'm talking about at Revolution. It's probably going to be Statlander versus Nyla okay. for the title. And if that happens, they could easily throw Swole in there or throw... Has Rio got a rematch? Maybe. I think they're Rio doing rematch calls, Or something like that. Because Rio could easily lose if it's a triple threat or whatever. And then go away for a couple of months and she'll come back under the, oh, it's the former champion, blah, 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 blah. They could easily do that. But I think someone gotta be, someone's got to be in there. Luther, maybe. Um, I, I think they're going to keep Luther and Mel away for a while, just so that that heat's not directed at Brandy for a while, because they're trying to get Brandy over as a face. So I think they'll keep the former Dark Order, not Dark Order, American Nightmare Collective, whatever. They need fun. they need to keep that out of people's minds for a while. Yeah. So, so I think they'll months. be gone for a couple of months, maybe wrestle on Dark occasionally, but I don't think they're going to get main roster slash like, TNT stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Cobb had his first AEW match against John Moxley this week. I actually thought they had a good match. Yeah. yeah. I really, um, from what I saw, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I do like Jeff Cobb. I was a bit worried because their G1 match wasn't fantastic, but I thought this was much better. Um, mm. It was a good match. The thing is with the... I know we talk about G1's matches. They're, they're, they're normally those matches that are not their big star-studded matches, are they, sometimes? Especially uh, if it's people who are coming outside of New Japan. Well, like me... you've got Jeff Cobb and, and John Moxley. Sometimes they kind of... Sometimes they big them up and they do really well. Sometimes they 
don't really big them up and they are still good or with some of them they can be kind of very short not a lot happens so kind of fall flat with the g1 what i think happens is obviously they have matches back to back nights well it's a tag match well they tag match so they can rest up or the matches they have very little time to put together matches so if you've got two new people and they can't put together mm. matches they're kind of old school in it and just going out and putting on like fish bones maybe whereas with this match they'll have known for at least two weeks yeah Cobb's gonna fight moxley Cobb moxley could speak they could go right what do you sort of want to do not put together the full match because i don't think either one of those do that they might do but like they probably had a far better idea of what they wanted to do and what they needed to get over in key spots and stuff rather than in the g1 it's just like right tonight you're fighting jeff Cobb. tomorrow night you're in a multi-man tag match the next night you're fighting archer then a multi-man tag match then kent they can't really learn like a match type there whereas when you're prepping for a show the way they are at the minute it's just easier i think yeah um so this was won by moxley moxley i think it was kind yeah. of against the run of play as you would say in football terms i think with him fighting jericho they couldn't have him lose because then it no. takes all the the wind out of his sails i think it was pretty certain that uh cobb's gonna lose now from what i've read Apologies, Jack. I, I've read about wrestling and stuff. So I'm about to speak about some more outside stuff. <laughs> uh, what I've read is the Cody has been leading negotiations with him and stuff, and they have offered him a deal now similar to what Moxley and Jericho have, where it will allow him to continue working at New Japan if he wants. But obviously, only in Japan he'd have to work the U.S. dates they mm. for. Um, and I think that's what he's looking for. It's what he had in ROH, obviously, because ROH have the relationship with New Japan, and I could see Cobb signing with them. Um, but that, but that, if if that works out, then that's brilliant because they. It depends on. Uh, I mean, obviously he's got the one loss, but it doesn't overly matter, I guess. But, I, I mean, came it, out of it looking. It came strong, out looking Roman Reigns strong. Um. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I really enjoyed the match. Uh. I. I think I was really other to add on. There was a really good match. Yeah. I really like Jeff Cobb though. I really like. The end of the match, they. Uh, the inner circle Jericho came out because they were sat in the front row. Um, with the I've got a ticket. Doesn't <laughs> Matt hate that I've got the ticket? Matt though? hates yeah. that. Matt hates that I've got a ticket stuff, but it's just a way to get them ringside without them being sitting ringside and people going, "Well, there's Jericho. We know what he's going to do." It's so a it tiny detail in the entire grand scheme. It doesn't overly yeah. matter. It does make <laughs> it doesn't make sense when Sammy Guevara's got a ticket, yet he was at ringside for the battle royale. Yeah. That's kind of like, I was like, eh, what? But no, they, they attacked um, Moxley. Um, Dustin Rhodes and Darby Allen made the save. Uh, and then Moxley kind of put the kind of exclamation mark ending with a paradigm shift. To, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so he did a paradigm shift to Cobb to finish it off. Did I he? think. Yeah, it was, it was Cobb. Yeah, I think it was. Um, the thing for me here that was massive, and I said it in the, the chat when I was watching it, the way they built Darby Allen's entrance and the pop he got for his return, he had been out for a couple of weeks since he got that, they, they took the skateboard spot to his neck. And the pop he got was massive from the crowd. The way they brought him out made him seem like a fucking big deal. The lights went out and I went, holy fuck, who have, the, who have they got? And then I was like, please don't be Sean Spears. Because he's mm. the only other wrestler I can think that AEW puts the lights out for. And um, oh, once Darby it. showed up, I went, "Oh, that's actually kind of cool." And he stood <laughs> over the skateboard, and all I was thinking in the back of my mind was, 
the people you're coming out to save are getting their fuck kicked in as you stand there. Mm. Um, but it was kind of cool. He that, and then the camera focused on him as he came down, and it just seemed like a really big deal. And even Jericho sold for him when he got mm. into the mm. ring. So he gets in the ring and he starts whacking wrestlers and he smashed Jericho and Jericho sold for him, which is another, to me, that's a big key. Did he like, take a skateboard to the back? Was that Jericho? Yeah, was yeah that, Jericho yeah. took a skateboard. They, they all sort of got bashed with a skateboard. But... One, 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 sorry to interrupt, one, one of those that I, I did love was that obviously he, whoever was first got the fuck kicked out of him. Hager went in to kick him and he put the skateboard down to block the kick. Yeah. And then Hager went flying yeah. off because he, he obviously... Fucked it through up. I love that. That was really just a nice little nuance. And then he ollied on the back of somebody. Yeah. But yeah, Darby is a big fucking deal. And I, I love the sort of card placement and things like that. That's cool. I mean, yeah, so that was the, the it's card all, thing yeah. is because he can't speak and he stole Sammy's gimmick. And that was good. I just like that's to me, is one of the things that really is juxtaposed to how NXT has been handled. And I hate to keep mm. going back to NXT, but it's like NXT have smashed a load of new guys and basically they're cards established aw are actively trying not only because they need to like they have a few top stars like you could say pack jericho moxley cody omega blah but they're actively trying to build guys so that they mean something and yeah. so that they can be pushed up uh i heard an interview from cody about two weeks ago i think where he was saying that the guys they're putting on the show are the guys that are selling really good on merch yeah. so the fans like these people it's why lucha is it Lucha Express? I keep saying that name and thinking it's wrong. Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express, yeah. there you go. So Jurassic Express are doing really well with merch. Uh, Darby, there's someone else. I can't think of their name right now. But there were a couple of wrestlers he named that said, these guys are all doing really good on merch, and it's why they're getting brought back in, and they're getting given TV 10. And the fans are showing with the ratings, obviously, that they want to see these guys. It's not a case of they put a guy like Darby on who's not a known name. He's not fucking Jericho or any of them boys. But the fans are still watching it and responding to him. And I think it's going to be massive for AEW down the line when they can put Darby in a feud with a Moxley or with one of them boys. And he can be seen as an actual threat. Yeah. Rather than, like, he could have came out and Mo- or Jericho, Hager, and someone else could have buried him. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean that's, that's what I'm saying. Darby's story so far is really good, isn't it? Because so, obviously he was, he was very prominent very early on. And then sort of, was he injured or was he just sort of faded away or in kayfabe was he injured or something? Obviously, uh, he went away for ages and then has come back now. And I mean, bear in mind, they've only been going for, what, six or so months, five or six months as a show. But it feels like such a long time since we've seen Darby Allen that it actually means something that he's come back. I think they're trying to keep the wrestlers fresh rather than yeah. putting them all on the same show. So I think they do cycle wrestlers in and out. Like, other than promos, we haven't seen Pac. Mm, that's you know true. I mean? But next so, week, he's so, got an Ironman match. Yeah, so next week he's got an Ironman match. That's fine. He hasn't been on the show other than like promos for a couple mm. of weeks. And that's one of the things that uh, JR was saying about it as well. He was like, look, what we're trying to do is when a wrestler's not on a show, we're trying to give him a promo video or mm. give them something so that he's still in the fans' mind, but he might he won't be down in the ring. Yeah. And I think that's kind of key of keeping it fresh as well. Like When Pat comes back next week, the roof will blow off, even though he's a heel because he hasn't been on. And he's going to have a fucking, probably a fantastic match with uh, Omega. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I can't complain. I think AEW at the minute is fantastic. Um, yeah. from, from what, but bear in mind, I do only sort of watch the highlight stuff. And I am, I promise you, I am going to start watching the full show soon. It's just time and things like that. But I, um, from what I'm seeing and from what I'm hearing and from what I'm reading about AEW, they're really, 
really just stepping up. It's week after week. It's just consistently great. And at the minute, NXT will have a good week, a shit week, a good week, a few lulls, then a takeover. I, I, again, we're going back to NXT. I, I mentioned this afterwards. I don't understand why NXT or WWE in general don't capitalize on such a successful takeover, which is a fucking good show. They don't capitalize on that by just having another fucking barnstormer of a show. And the next week, instead, it's a lull and a, it's almost a fucking filler show. It isn't almost. It is a filler show. But then mm-hmm. it, it, it's almost like the end, weekly NXT is a filler show to get us to a takeover. One thing That's... I noticed that NXT did this week that AEW have been doing for the last couple of weeks, they advertised multiple yes, they, matches. Yeah. So I noticed that this week and I went, okay, that's smart because they advertised the, the women's match mm. and I, they advertised Camp uh, Theory. So they advertised that during one of the breaks and I thought, that's smart. Start hooking people with what matches are available. But yeah. I still don't give a fuck about Camp Theory because Theory got squished. But then, but, then, but then the other side of it is Champa isn't someone who can wrestle week to week. Yeah. With his neck injury, so to then, uh, how do you continue the storyline with Gargano? Because Gargano, the only when when Gargano comes back, he's got to attack Champa, I presume. Anyway, look, look well, that's the story for for another yeah. podcast because we'll be down, we'll be going for fucking hours. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 we will be going for a while. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's... Um, Omega and Paige had a match against the Lucha Bros for the tag titles. It's not a really good match. Yeah. I don't have a bad word to say about it. (laughs) What is Bleacher Report? I mean, Jord, have to say about it. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Okay, go ahead. I would give an A. An A? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go and check what Bleacher Report gave this. They also gave an A. Excellent. Great minds Universally a good match to everyone. Universally a good match. I completely agree. Um... It's playing on everything, isn't it, really? Um, we know that these four gentlemen can go in the match and in the ring. Um, you know there's a bit of a seed with the uh, with Hangman, um, with the beer stuff. I saw him when he was like in the ring, he'd done his entrance, and he just pointed at somebody in the crowd and he went, save it for me, because they held a beer up yeah. in the air. Oh, brilliant. Um, the, the kind of spots that they do you always see them the the kind of destroyers such good chemistry between a pair of them well oh definitely fantastic i I have i have a i have a critique oh go on it's a really small one right why are they called lucha bros and not lucha hermanos it's just the name that yeah but it's a shit name though isn't it lucha bro no hermanos okay Spanish. Spanish. Lucha. You're not. Cheers, it's chef. It's just stupid. They're not either wrestle bros or lucha hermanos. You can't have both. I, mean, I, like, I, I kind of like wrestle bros to be honest. Spanish, <laughs> Spanish, I actually Spanish, like lucha bro. hermanos. Lucha uh, hermanos. Pollo hermanos in before it. You'd be fine. Don't confuse it with drugs. The one thing I noticed as well. This gave Hangman. Oh. And- Hangman and Kenny got their win back over the Lucha Bros. Mm. Yes. They all the, the money before this. at Giancarlo Esposito, I think his name is. He would be a great wrestling manager. Okay. Okay. Thanks, okay. George. Um, we know who that is, right? Cheers, Jeff. No? No. I don't know. 
Oh, he's the actor who played Gus Fring in Breaking Bad. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's busy being in The Mandalorian, George. Yeah, but he could do both, couldn't he? But, like, you just throw money at him. No, he's doing... I was going to say he's doing the chair. He's doing the Mandalorian no. with the chair. Yeah, so... Exactly, and he's a bright dickhead in The Mandalorian as well as in Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, because the a... fucking stormtrooper slapped he's, the chair. He's, he's, he's a Bastards. heat magnet. He's got a point. But I don't think it fits. I'm just trying um, to yeah. think of Breaking Bad references to throw into there, and my mind's got completely blank. I'm the one who knocks. I am the danger. No, Gus Fring references, not. You said Breaking Bad. You didn't say yeah, Gus Fring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. All right, let's go. Um, the, the yeah, the going back to your point where they bigged up the idea that they. Darby Allen's beat. a Gus Fring reference, is he? Because he's only got half a face. <laughs> That's true. There you go. Look at well, that. You just literally killed Smooth in the mid-sentence there. I'm literally <laughs> going in. <laughs> I, I, I love Jordan on the podcast, but I've just looked up and read the bottom line of that picture. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like the same face expression at the moment, isn't it? Um, yeah, the, the they bigged it up before the match, didn't they? Because they said, look, yeah. they haven't beat them in an actual tag team match. They lost. Um, they lost in a 4v4 match, which involved them and the Young Bucks, uh, where Hangman took the took the pin, didn't he? Because he refused to tag in yeah. one of the Bucks. And, and the, the fact that they've won it, they bigged that up. We then got the Young Bucks coming out to congratulate and kind of, let's say, like, look, see you at Revolution kind of thing. Um, and it just showed the kind of little, oh, there's a little little burning burning feud going on behind there with with hangman he's kind of distancing himself again um kenny's looking at him like what are you doing just just come in the ring and he gets out drinks beer disappears so it's it's interesting i like the fact that they're going to fight a revolution i kind of agree with you i think they need to keep the titles but i think there's going to be more tension between them Something's going to happen in that match. I just don't know what yet. Anything to add, anyone? No. No, I'm good. Steel Cage. Oh. Wardlow. Wardlow shocked the fuck out of me. I was I don't know what level I thought Wardlow was going to be at, but I didn't think he would have as good a match as what he did. I find it unnerving that he's in a singlet, but other than that, he was fantastic. Yeah. Arn had a fantastic like couple of wee bits in the match. The... The moment the, where like Cody's lying hanging over the cage and mm, on the cage yeah. door and MJF screaming, "It's generations of heat on, do it, do it like you did his daddy," and I was just like, "Oh fuck!" <sighs> um, and then obviously Arn whacks MJF with it and Cody crawls back yeah. in. And can just say Wardlow is a lot better at catching Cody from a insult than Road Dog is. This um, is true. You don't know what I mean. Go back and yeah, look. Yeah, I've look seen that it. I've seen it. It was fucking insane. Um, Wardlow does a brilliant job of catching him for that moonsault. Um, the different views of the moonsault were great. The I like camera, the dry one. Yeah. The one camera angle I didn't like was when the action was inside the ring and they switched to a turnbuckle cam and it looked like it might have been a webcam instead of an actual camera. Yeah. Um, it was a good idea to try that angle, but I think they only did it once. Because I think they flicked it once, yeah. and then it looked shit, and then they just kept it the <laughs> cage. They've tried to do a couple of those where um, 
they've used the in-ring camera and <laughs> the uh it's not really looked good they've used it on the outside i think um yeah. and <coughs> so they've like because it, i think it's like a moving one so it actually can swivel mm-hmm. but i think the quality on it needs to be better yeah. i think that's the bit that's really making it look awful it's like using like you say a really poor webcam by Logitech from the 2000s. It, it, that's what I thought you were about to take shots at my webcam. Then. I wasn't taking shots. <laughs> don't hate the C920. I was not hating on the C920. was not hating on the C920. I was going for, you know, those ones that were like a ball on top yeah. of a little kind of um, cradle. Oh, that was my one thing for this match. Like, other than that, it was actually a pretty good cage match. Um, the thing Matt pointed out did annoy me a little bit. Um, obviously, it's their first cage match. The cage didn't quite fit the ring. I so thought that was fine. There was a little I'd... bit of a gap. I think in the next time we get a cage match, which won't be for like they won't do it. I'd say in another three months. Um, I think they'll they'll close it a wee bit. Um, and have it closer to the ring. There was that gap there, and I thought maybe it was for a spot where Cody was going to get thrown under the ring or something. No, like absolutely pumped into the cage and fall down. Um. It wasn't, but other than that, the, the match was perfectly fine. It, it was exactly what it needed to be. You had the orange spot, and then Arn again threw MJF into a crowd or whatever. Um, How did Cody stop bleeding? That was always going to happen. He got hit into the cage. Oh. So they threw him into the cage. I think it was a blade job, to be quite honest, because it was more in his hairline. 100% a blade job. Um, Sorry, could you say that again? I wasn't listening. Blade. Uh, blade. Okay. Wasn't wasn't a blowjob. Can confirm. Hundred <laughs> percent. Would be alarming. You don't really um, bleed from your head. Well, Wardrobe, you what are you doing? Um, get off me! <laughs> get off him! What are you... Just turned into a point instead of Pornhub music kicking. Hey, his shoulders are on the mat. It counts. Oh god. Oh dear. Um. The yeah. So I like the bit where the cage was not big enough because there was a spot where he trapped him and was whacking him with it, yeah. which was all right. Again, wasn't we're talking about the cage just to confirm? Wasn't yeah. overly, <laughs> wasn't overly <laughs> convincing at, the, at some points, but I don't mind the what fact the... there was a gap. I it, I thought it was fine. Whoa! The well, fuck happened there? So we lost everything. Disappeared for a minute. Everything went weird, but we're back. Did you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Let's move on. So it's just the camera. Okay. Um, so yeah, the moon soul. Everybody's going. Well, it's a moon soul. It's not like we've seen it before. Someone made a comparison to Io Shirai doing it. I'm not before, but it, I'm certain that cage is higher than a normal. Oh cage. yeah, it's twenty feet. It's least. a fucking big ass cage. So I know Io done it. Cody's done it three times now because he done it on an indie match. He with, did with Angle, uh, yeah. Kurt Angle, yeah. And he obviously did the one with Road Dog where Road Dog doesn't catch him, <laughs> and it, it <laughs> fucked him. Like you can tell, he was bollocks. Um, so, so I mean, you can compare it to Eo sure, if you want. Eo's done it a couple of times, I think. I thought I think this was. I think this, this was more impressive because of how high it was. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's like jumping off a hell in a cell more than jumping off a cage. In my opinion, because yeah. WWE's is quite small um, in comparison. He, apparently, he's done something to his toe. I think he's broken his toe or something. Yeah, but he's medically cleared until not. So I think he might have hurt his toe, but basically, he wasn't going to wrestle this week anyway. They're not going to have him wrestle, have him wrestled that match. So he I might think I can see. I think he's still going MJF at Revolution. 
I think I can see why he's done it because I think has he landed both of his feet kind of clapped together and he might mm. have caught his toe, maybe I don't know. I expect well by the way I could have said this after the last segment. I expect us to get Sammy versus uh Darby. Yeah. Matches and I think that'll be a hell of a fucking high flying flipping fly match. It's gonna be a really good match that. Looking forward so, to it. We were probably hoping to do predictions, but however, we thought it's probably a good idea not to bother with only five matches being in, introduced so far. Um, one of them, we don't know who the women... Who five are. So we've already got Hager versus Dustin, yeah. I believe. I think that'll be uh, pretty sure, but yeah. You pronounced his name wrong. Sorry, it's not God. Swagger. Sammy Hager? No. <laughs> oh, whoops, I wasn't paying attention. Never mind. <laughs> Dustin. Jake Hager versus Dustin. MJF. No, I told you, Hager. Okay. That's how uh, it's said. Uh, Omega Page versus the Young Bucks. Nyla Rose versus to be announced because we don't know who she's facing she's yet. Confirmed to have a match. I know there will be, but I don't think they've announced her. No, they? they haven't. But I think Jack's put it in the the thing. Okay. And then we've got the AEW Championship. But I uh, think there'll be more. Yeah, I think honestly, I think we'll get Darby thingy. We'll probably get some sort of tag team multi man thing with like the. Jurassic Express and Lucha Bros and shit like that. Um, I think it might be involved with them and the Butcher and the Blade because I think that was a thing from the Battle Royale. Isn't it? It's the the match this week announced. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it Um, for AW. uh, Main roster stuff, we've got the Otis. And Mandy and Dolph stuff. I'm not really bothered about it at the moment. No. You broke Otis's heart. You break mine. Um, I think that works. Like, the main roster will probably be more interested to talk about. When's the Saudi show? Is it Friday? Thursday. Thursday. So the main roster will probably be more interested to talk about after SmackDown. Yeah, because then we'll be able to, yeah. Changes and et cetera. And that'll actually give you the proper sort of look at what's going to happen at Mania if Goldberg does take the title off. The fiend or whatever he If that happens, then there's no point in watching main roster anymore. Um, it's just I think after the Saudi show, you'll sort of have a better idea of what they're actually going to do and mainly on all the cards, and it might get a bit better story wise. But until then, yeah. I don't know if there's much to talk about. I guess Corbin's still fighting Reigns, I assume. Oh, we had a dark match this week. The oh. dark match was Corbin Reigns. <laughs> Too many cooks. Fuck. Because we're going to see that 40 more times between now and Mania. That Cesaro on different brands, yeah. Huh? Are Sheamus and Cesaro on different brands? I know Sheamus can No. Uh, Sheamus is... Uh, he was on the bump. He said he wanted to... Yes! Back, and they wouldn't let him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because he, he said his whole team was so irrelevant that, that, that no one had won it. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Team. I love that theme. It's a uh, badass thing. I loved it in that interview as well. He was making fun of his old theme. He was, was too many lambs lobster head or something. Yeah. The lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Apparently NXT is 10 years old today. Yeah, the original format NXT. The original. I was like, are we going back way back in the machine? They're like the... The way back when machine is what we got going yeah. on there. The mid- no, the mid was tough enough. It was the first NXT class. Was that Daniel Bryan's class? Yeah, Daniel and Bryan. 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 Justin Gabriel. Yeah, Wade Barrett, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think that's pretty much it. It is. Um, so thank you very much for Jordan and his amazing 
in contributions today. Top quality guest. Lots You're of welcome. Laugh. Thank you I'm very much. I'm glad I could provide such great insight to the world of Sorry, I wrestling. I officially extend you. Place <laughs> me next week while I'm not here. Um, do I have to watch wrestling? Not necessarily. It's I'm optional. <laughs> do we really watch it? What happened in this match? I don't know. Can't remember. Yeah. Um, remember, this week's episode was brought to you by Manscaped, Blue Chew, and... Steve McLaren. And Deliveroo. <laughs> Everyone hits Steven Singer. Brilliant. Um, this podcast actually is brought to you uh, in association with Power Slam TV. Make sure you use Bad Booker's code uh, for your free month of all independent wrestling goodness. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at BadBookersWP to get all of the news and updates, including this week, making sure you keep an eye out for our revolution uh, predictions. Make, Make sure, sure you follow us for the live slash Jordan Fraud. What? Mm-hmm. Say that again. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, make sure you follow twitch.tv forward slash Jordan Fraud. That's George Twitch. Make sure you go and find that out. Uh, and... I, I talk wrestling there all the time, so you're going to love it. Yeah, and the grass. Twitter.com forward slash Wahab203 Paris. And I didn't I use that account. He's been banned recently, so that's not his new... I think he's got a new one. Um, make sure you also, if you want to watch us live every Sunday at 8 o'clock, make sure you go to twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. Well, how's Twitter? Um, is twitter.com... Uh, so it's wha- don't actually give him a show that I was taking the piss. <laughs> oh, never mind. Don't do it. We'll have 23185. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash Brilliant. And don't do thank mine. you very much for listening. Bye. 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 Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.